A prayer for Advent reads, Stir us up, O Lord, to make ready for your only begotten Son. May we be able to serve you with purity of soul through the coming of Him who lives and reigns. 1 John 4.9 says, God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent His one and only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. Welcome to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, a podcast taking you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and today is going to be a little different. We wanted to take a pause from our regular scheduled episodes, and we wanted to share a little bit from my heart um, and allow you some time to go back. Um, So first of all, we wanted to make sure that you were able to listen to the last several episodes. I was able to talk to three people who received shoeboxes through Operation Christmas Child. And they encouraged and challenged me so much. I know I've listened to all of them several times, and I get something new out of it every time. So I want you to go back and listen to Yulia, Eve, and Danya's story of loss, heartbreak, but more importantly, hope, the hope that they found in Jesus. And so that's the main reason we wanted to pause, is just to give you time to go back. Uh, But also, as we celebrated Thanksgiving last week, and now we enter the Advent season, we wanted to take some time to live in that tension um, of having celebrated Christ's birth um, and His Holy Spirit living inside us, but also we expect His return. And so um, we want to talk about that hope and about living during this difficult time. And so we know we love, we love talking about it here at Samaritan's Purse. We love serving in Jesus' name. Samaritan's Purse truly goes into the fire, and they want to meet needs of people in the ditch of life and bring hope and healing in Jesus' name. So today, we, I just personally wanted to encourage you to, to be embracing His love, hope, and healing, um, even in difficult times. So as we're in Advent season, I know some of you— um, might be sad. You might have lost. You might have lost your job. You might not be able to be with family. There's a lot of things that are going to be different this season. But the thing that remains is that we're celebrating Christ's birth and we're expecting His return one day. And so I just want to take time today to look at that hope that we have in God and have a soft heart expecting to hear from Him. And Advent, as you know, derives from the Latin word Adventus, and it means coming. So we as Christians, we live in this tension. We have recognized His birth, and the Savior has come, which we're going to talk about in a minute, but we are also anticipating and expecting His return. We are, as Christians, to be listening, actively anticipating His present and His return. And so right now, as I said, we live, and I think they're more prevalent because of COVID. We, we realize the groanings of this world, the disorientation, and it's reminding us that we're sojourners. I've said it before. We're aliens. We're not citizens of this world. We have a hope and a home. And so this Christmas, even though it'll be different, it might be the best um, because we are stripped away from our securities and our, our normal routines. And so I just want to talk today about embracing that tension this Christmas season and being renewed day by day to live in that joy and that balance. And again, that's why I want you to go back. As we heard from Eve and Yulia and Danya, they showed us how you can live in that balance, how you can endure hardship and struggle and persecution, but yet you can have a hope that remains. 
And so today, I know for me, I've been leaning on both the Old and New Testament and and wrestling with them both. And so today I wanna read Isaiah 9, four through seven. And you know, verse six is very common to us at Christmas time, but I wanna read the verses before and after um, just to let you know the urgency and the need we had for a savior. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor as the day of Midian, For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. The Lord has been impressing on me that it doesn't just stop there. In all of Philippians, Paul wants us to be active, waiting on the Lord. He says in Philippians 1, 20 through 23, according to my eager expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in anything, but that with all boldness, Christ will even now as always be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But I am to live on in this flesh. This will mean fruitful labor for me and I do not know what to choose. But I am hard-pressed from both directions, having the desire to depart to be with Christ, for that is very much better. So just like Paul said, we live in this tension, and we're gonna wrestle it every time. So every time you feel hard-pressed, allow it to push you into the fact that this isn't our home. This isn't where we belong. We long for better, to live as Christ, to die as gain. And Paul goes on to say that even more in Philippians 2, 7 through 11. He's echoing what Isaiah said, a child is born, a son is given. Um, Philippians 2, 7 through 11 says, but emptied himself by taking the form of a bondservant and being born in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, death on a cross. For this reason, also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and those who are in heaven and on earth and under earth and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so I just love that reminder. This is why we needed a Savior. You know, we, we were a mess. We were fallen. We were sinful. We were broken. And we needed a Savior. And so that is what we're celebrating at Christmas. We are celebrating the Savior that came. But again, it doesn't stop there. We are to be hopeful, expecting His return, and longing to share that hope with others. A perfect example of this, and and this is why I want to pause and allow you time to go back and listen to these episodes, because I was reminded through these three testimonies, a perfect example of God setting us free. You know, Yulia was set free from fear. You know, she thought God was a angry God. There were multiple gods that just wanted to judge and had wrath. She didn't understand a loving God. And so she was set free from this bondage, and she talked about how God loved her. Um living in darkness and distress, God's light shined in the darkness. She said so many times that Jesus came to be that light, and so we need to be that light to others. And then Eve gave the example of tenderness. You know, he he talked to us about his loss um, and not having running water, having to walk two hours to get to the well. And so when he came to America, you know, he just couldn't understand how we could just flick a switch. 
I think we live in so much, um, we don't even realize how good we have it. And so Eve didn't want us to feel guilty. You know, he didn't tell us all that to make us feel guilty or bad, um, but to not sit back, you know, and to be thankful and grateful and share that with others. And so again, living in that tension, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty, but do something with it as Paul urged us to do. And then Danya had such character. You know, she grew up in severe persecution, um, in poverty, having nothing, but yet her mom read to her Psalm 23 every night about how God is their shepherd. And so she told us to live with joy because that is enough. And so as I'm approaching this Christmas season, um, you know, I think a lot of us, we're, we're stripped down. We can't do what we used to do. We're maybe tired and we can't be with family and do what we've, we've enjoyed. Um, it's, how, it's allowing me to recognize um, the goodness in the midst of it, to not diminish people's hurt and pain um, and those that have lost jobs and lost income and, and truly they are suffering. It's okay to lament this past year and what you've lost. But as Christians, we can recognize that our identity and hope is not in these, this world, not in these things. It's in Christ. And so that can never be taken away. And so I just, I'm just reminded that we're meant to be homesick. We're meant to be uncomfortable. We're meant to be um, at a loss. And so COVID, I think, is the first time ever that collectively, as a globe, uh, we're feeling rattled. We're feeling shaken. Um, and so as Christians, that's a good thing. It is to fix our gaze on the Lord. And so as we celebrate and, and enter this Advent season, I just hope you can be encouraged and to cling to the one that we fix our hope on. And so I wanna close reading Luke 2, 15 through 19, you know, after the birth of our Savior, and that is what we're entering this season to celebrate. I wanna read Luke 2, 15 through 19. When the angels had departed from them into heaven and shepherds began saying to one another, let's go straight to Bethlehem then and see the thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as they lay in the manger. When they had seen him, they had known the statement which had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed about the things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured all these things pondering them in her heart. I just love that passage. And I love those two words that some marveled, but Mary took it a step farther and she pondered and treasured what Jesus had done in her heart. And so I just wanna encourage you that the difference there is your posture. You know, it's, it's just softening your heart, expecting to hear from Him and then act on that. And so I hope this is encouraging to you. These are just some reflections that I personally have been uh, pondering and treasuring, um, but also our team just as a whole. We just didn't wanna move forward because there's so much that we wanna make sure you go back on. But we are working. The team is spread all over the globe, uh, responding to several disasters. And so we have episodes that we're working on currently. And so they'll be coming out in the near future, but we just wanted to spend some time to just treasure and ponder our Lord and what He's doing both in Samaritan's Purse, but also in each of our hearts and our lives. So I pray that as we head into this season, that you'll lean on Christ to live in this balance. Thanks for tuning in and God bless you.